You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 128, Design a Bedroom with Feng Shui Part 2. Welcome to episode 128 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. Hi, Laura. Hey, how are you? I'm good. We're back for- We're back for the exciting second part. Yeah. So if you missed last week, last week we had- design a bedroom with feng shui part one and this week we have design a bedroom with feng shui part two so let's let's take it away take it away so yeah so go back and listen to last podcast episode if you haven't yet and that's all about the setup of the bedroom and the layout and doing an audit about what's happening in the in the room in your bedroom this podcast, we're taking it to the next step. And we're going to talk about how you so let's say that you've got your setup pretty well done. And now you're ready to bring in a particular type of energy or you're or you want to support yourself in a particular way, using um, elements and bringing things into your space. Um, I would say one thing maybe before we do this, and it's not something we actually talked about last week, but we've talked about it, I mean, many times, you know, maybe give your bedroom before you get to this point, after you've done everything, like give your bedroom a really good clean. We talked about linens, we talked about bedding and stuff, but I would say declutter, do a a reset on your bedroom. So clean it all out, you know, purge some stuff, you know, declutter. We're not saying you have to have a minimalist bedroom by any means, but you know, do an, do an audit. Like you'd be surprised, you know, when you go through clothing and you go through things, what you want to get rid of that you haven't done yet, don't put pressure on yourself, but maybe, just as a way to make this entire project more of a ceremony and more of a ritual, be really deliberate about how you're doing everything. So there's something about yet yeah, when you put yourself into command, all the stuff we talked about, but also let's see about, you know, really clearing the way to bring in some new energy because before you start layering stuff on, it's good to sort of do a reset. So Angie, we're going to talk about natural elements that we're going to bring in. Is that what we're going to focus on? Yes. Right. Yeah, I think that's what we said last week that yeah. we would talk about bringing in like what you could bring in like plants or crystals and to activate and then how that ties into the five elements, which is all about nature, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what I would say is you've cleaned and reset your bedroom now and you've done the uh, the layout part. Now we encourage you to give some thought to what do you want to bring into your life? And think about it in broad strokes, types of energies. And we're not going to, we are going to talk about the five elements, but we're going to kind of approach them from a slightly different way. So Angie, do you want to, I think you might have some good ideas about how to tap into this idea of what you need more of. Yeah. So I would take some time, maybe get a journal and write down, just free write some aspirations that you have in regards to what you, what you want to invite into your life. 
And also pay attention to your body and any emotional responses that you have when you walk into your bedroom. So you actually might be really helpful to do this journaling in your bedroom. So how does your bedroom feel? Like, what does it feel like when you walk into it? How well do you sleep? And then what is it that you want to invite into your life? For instance, do you want more stability or do you want more focus on your career? Do you want more support? Do you want more peace or do you want more like passion and vitality? And just do some explorations on that. Yeah. Start thinking about your bedroom in a place as a place that can support what you want to move through right now or what you want more of. And again, we're going to go through different ideas. We're going to have a blog post that's going to support this because this is gets a bit visual sometimes, but we also want you to think about this energetically. And again, I say this, and I said this last week, we're going to probably start to get into a lot of different things that you can add into your space. Please don't add them all. <laughs> Just please pick one energetic way, or, or we're going to talk about that bubble thing, energetic, you know, feeling and sense, and then maybe adopt in one or two corresponding elements that you could like actual physical things that you can bring in. Okay. So I just say that don't bring in a million things, do yourself a favor and keep it light and breezy. So yeah. do you want me, should I go through the different kinds of energies that we kind of, we kind of got here? We've bubbled yeah. in here. But could you also remind people well, I'll remind people why also the bedroom is really important to, mm -hmm. to work with in terms of achieving or not achieving, but inviting things into your life. So your bedroom and your bed represents you. It's the closest space to you. And you spend so much time sleeping in there, receiving the energy. And so your bedroom is a symbol for you in your life. So that's why we are focused on the bedroom. And a lot of times we really recommend, especially for a feng shui novice, or a feng shui dabbler to just work with your bedroom because that's the energy that's closest to you. So it'll be very impactful. That's why we're picking the bedroom. It's a, it's really is the best place to start. And it's a, this is a really good exercise to see how the different five elements play with your own energy. So we've kind of based on the five elements, we don't want, we do, we don't want this to be a podcast, a lesson on the five elements. So instead we're going to come at these from an energy standpoint. Okay. Because really at the end of the day, the five elements are different characteristics or types of chi. We don't want to start to get you to, even though we're going to end up there, we want you to start with that idea that we're talking about feelings, senses, you know, how the energy supports you. It's, it's, it's really, about the unseen part of these elements. We want to start there. So we've, we've bubbled, we've, we've, there's five of them. So we've got five general areas. And so, you know, if you want to just sort of mentally make note when I read through each of them to see what jumps out at you, what is like, yeah, oh yeah, I want that. So I'll start with the first one is warmth, love, passion, and feeling inspired. Okay, that's one. And then the next one is at being energized, being more active, creative, so that creative spark, revitalized. The next third one is being stable, feeling grounded, really focusing on your sense of well-being and feeling supported and nurtured. Then we have cool. Why don't, why don't we call it number four? Number four. Yeah. Okay. I forgot the number there. Number four, quiet, cool self-reflection depth. So a real, like a real depth um, in terms of knowing. So it's, it's 
you know, it's um, wisdom. a bit of seeking. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, number five is clear, calm, essential, minimal, you know, and simple. Okay. So those are the five different energetic bubbles that we've got here. And just to give you a reference. So when we were talking about the warmth, that number one is the fire element. When we were talking about the grounding, number two, we were talking about revitalization. That's wood. Number three was earth. And that was all about the grounding. Number four was the, the wisdom, right? That depth and that cool, and that's water. And then five, the last one we went over is the essential, the clear is metal. Okay. So can I summarize this again? Okay. Yes. Number one was fire and that's feeling warmth, love, passion, inspired. Number two is wood feeling energized, active, creative, and revitalized. Number three is earth, stability, grounded, well-being, nurtured. Number four is water, quiet, cool, reflection, depth, wisdom. And the last one, number five, is metal element, which is clear, calm, essential, simple, and clarity. So, you know, if you want to rewind that and see what feels, uh, rewind, that's so old school, Uh, jump back and see which one really resonated with you, okay? Because again, please don't do all of them. Now, there might be two that really jumped out at you and you know there might be a way of combining them, but let's just for the sake of simplicity, let's just pick one, okay? Let's stick with one. So, okay, let's talk about natural elements in the space because we're gonna kind of go into different examples, right, Angie? So what are some of the natural elements that we use in the space to bring these things in? So some of the natural elements that we can include in our space that can bring in these five elements. And again, we're just going to have you highlight one. Um, You know, it actually really goes back to the meaning of feng shui. And we talked about this in the last episode, but the words feng shui translate to wind and water. And it actually comes from a poem and the beginning of the poem goes like this the winds are mild the sun is bright the water is clear and the trees are lush so that kind of sums up a lot of the natural elements like we can use air or space we can use light like the sun or warmth we can use water we can use plants like trees and we can also bring in earth with like crystals and and there's also other ways to like colors but we're going to just talk about these natural elements so let's start with bringing in the lush that greenery the plant that we were talking about so that would be plants and that is often connected with the wood element right but depending on the plant, you can actually, you know, bring in and support an other elements, but let's just keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. So, so- <laughs> go. No, you go. Well, I was thinking like we can, maybe we can organize it that like, we'll just go through like with a uh, fire, here's some plants and crystals and okay. So you want to go, we'll go right into them. Okay. So you want to yeah. go, okay, let's go right into, so the first one is fire. Okay. That would, that was the warmth, love, passion inspired. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. So what I would, what I picked thinking about this is, well, when you think about warmth, love, passion, inspired, you think about potentially, you know, connecting with a partner. Um, not always, there's some self connect, you know, self love connection as well. And, and being warm and nurturing to yourself, which is absolutely part of it. But I actually picked orchids. And I, I, I thought an orchid represents a gentle partner, a charming partner, or a potential partner or to cultivate this with your existing partner. So for me, I thought that was great for the bedroom. And I will give you one more pro tip, put it in Kun area. And if you don't know what that area is, go back and listen to our Bagua episode that put it in the Kun uh, area of your bedroom, or just put it on your nightstand or somewhere where you can see it when you walk into the bedroom. So that would be the plan. And also another little addition to that is that plants overall, that wood energy, it feeds fire, right? So it's got that support. And I also like for other um, natural elements, like red or fiery crystals. And it's nice because it's just a little touch. So it can be like carnelian, which is a lot of warmth. I think carnelian is a great one for bringing in that fire element. So I'll do the second one. So our second um, category was wood, right? So that was feeling energized, active, creative, revitalized. And this one's pretty straightforward. This is a wood element and wood element is plants and living green plants. So living green plants are a wonderful way to bring in more vitality and, and also healing and revitalize you and inspire creativity by bringing them into your bedroom. And one of my favorite plants recently is the Monstera. So that's a great one and it's pretty easy to take care of, but you can also use something like pothos because it's really easy if you're, if you're new mm. to plants. And we have, and again, we have a whole like podcast episode about plants. So check that out. And then as far as like a crystal, I like green quartz and also yeah. moss agate too is kind Ooh, of nice. like green. It's a little bit more earthy though. Yeah. I was actually going to say, I wasn't going to, but I, those are good, but I wasn't going to talk about a crystal. I was going to say another way you can bring in this energized, active, creative, revitalized energy is if you don't have a green thumb or you don't have a great light source in your bedroom, you could have imagery of plants, um, wood, wood, like it's a great opportunity for the artwork in your bedroom to be focused on, you know, an upward growing, beautiful, lush image of something that's, you know, trees or grasses or plants or something, photography. So there's that too. And, and when you're bringing in with that intention to bring more of that energy in, so you don't have to do a, a physical plant, although the physical plant, you know, it's bringing in all the other benefits as well. So, okay. So I'll do the next one, which is earth, which was stability, grounding, focus on well-being, nurtured. And for this, okay, so this one, I'll talk a little bit about the color in this just because it, it makes, it's gonna be intuitive. Um, for me, it's, it's either yellow, but what's really intuitive is earth tones, right? Those earthy tones that make you feel grounded. Like, I mean, it's connected to the earth. It brings that in. And sleeping on yellow or you know, I was looking through some imageries of some beautiful, again, linen sheets. I'm really hot on linen sheets right now um, that were in this beautiful mocha color. Like it's just, for me, it just feels so 
just so inviting. So that would be one way to do it. And you're sleeping on it and you're kind of wrapping yourself in this earth element, chi color thing. Angie, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. And also some natural elements is bringing in essential oils. I think vetiver Mm -hmm. is a really grounding earthy essential oil. And also we want to bring in light, warm lighting will help bring in that earthy element. So the fourth category is, I think we're out of order. Hold on. Did we go out of order? Should it be yeah. fourth was water? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you're going to. Okay. So okay. the fourth cool. is water and water is the feeling of quiet, cool, reflecting the depth of wisdom. And Laura already touched on this, but we're creating a more yang or yin space by adding in blackout shades or heavy window treatments that allow you to really sleep well without the interruption of light that can help support this water element. And you can also bring in, there are actually some plants that have very dark leaves, like dark purple, and that would be a way to bring in water and with a little bit of wood. And then you can bring in images of water. Mm-hmm. We don't recommend any moving water in the bedroom, but images of water and even uh, like as far as crystals go, there's black tourmaline, there's labradorite. I like labradorite. It's It also connects with a lot of the qualities that you want, that energy too, which is that depth, that intuition. This is, you know, this, this wisdom that you're tapping into from sort of a, a different area. So that's what labradorite is, um, is really known for. Okay. So the last category is metal. And that was clear, calm, essential, simple. It's hard to not talk about color with this one because I just think of white, you know, clean, crisp white, you know, it could be white paint on the walls, white linens. Now we're talking natural elements. You can go with plants with white flowers. I actually put a, I was thinking a peace lily with the white flowers in a white pot. Peace lily, again, it sort of really made me think of calm peace. They're also they're also great plants for filtering the air and cleaning, clearing the air. So that's what that's what I kind of came to with the natural element. And then what do you think in terms of crystals, uh, Angie? Yeah, I think like clear quartz mm-hmm. or snow quartz are great options or selenite. They embody that white element and you can, the white color, but you can also use pyrite, um, other, you know, more metallic looking crystals. And, you know, I was also thinking it's like opening the windows is, mm-hmm. is purifying the air, bringing in fresh air. And that's really creating more clarity as well as even bringing in an air purifier can use kind of that, not using the air to create more clarity and detoxifying. And if this really resonates with you, this would also be probably a lot of decluttering and a lot of minimizing so that there's a lot of open spaces big, broad, open spaces, like as open as it can be if you have a small bedroom. But you know, metal is about those kind of big, you know, sort of, you know, you want to have those areas of nothingness. Okay. So, so um, that if this really appeals to you, you might want to do a real audit and a real declutter. Yeah. So yeah. So this is our part two for designing a bedroom with feng shui. We hope you also listen to part one. And if you have 
more questions about your feng shui layout, we definitely recommend that you check out our practical feng shui course. You can visit our website at mindfuldesignschool.com and see which any upcoming practical feng shui courses or any like certifications that we have available. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast, please share it with others. And if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. If you go to mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll to the bottom, you could sign up for our newsletter. We send reminders and we'll send out a blog post about this where you can see more graphics, which we're, Laura and I are visual people, so it's easier for us to digest it. So we definitely recommend you check out our blog. And you can also just go to mindfuldesignschool.com to see our blog. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.